0: Tēnā koutou katoa, no mai haere mai kite podcast o Māori Millionaires. My name is Tamatu.
1: and my name is Te Kahukura. my mai my mai ki Māori Millionaire.
0: Ooh. What are we going to be talking about today, Te Kahukura?
1: So today we have decided to do five really good financial books and we're going to break them down and just share which ones are our favourites um, because lots of people have been asking what resources I like to use and which ones we recommend using so this is just a little guide of like five of our favourite finance books to get you guys started today
0: so our first one Fano, is the cash flow Quad- quadrant sorry whānau, quadrant um, this is about a rich dad's guide to financial freedom Written by Doctor Robert T Kawasaki. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I actually find it so funny because um, as Maori, we always look at words like in like a Maori way, and like even like in English, if there's words that have like an R in it, I always look at it like if it's just like even if it's H O R I, I'm like hori hori, <laughs> and then other people are always looking at me weirdly. <laughs> Well, it's all good. It's um, by Robert Kiyosaki, The flow Quadrant.
0: Now, the letters in each quadrant, E is for, self, um, oh, for, for employee, S is for self-employed, B is for business owner, and I is for investor.
1: So, I think this is a really cool way to kind of break up where you're getting your income from, and I've said in a lot of different um, resources that we've created that most millionaires have at least seven streams of income and so this is one way where you can look to or one resource you can look to to kind of learn what different income streams you can create yeah and so like Thomas said there's employee, business owner, investor or self-employed and the book kind of explains what percentage or what ratio you should be using of each different um, quadrant and you know this is a really good just base book to just take a look at and see how you can improve your finances
0: so our second one far note is rich Dad's success stories real life success stories from real life people who followed the rich dad lessons again written by Robert T Kawasaki. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> don't know if I said that right but much respect
1: <laughs> Tama loves reading
0: totally <laughs>
1: um, so this book is about different success stories from different people and it's about how Robert Kiyosaki so I love Robert Kiyosaki he is a great exemplar of how he was able to leverage debt and turn it into into assets and so What leveraging means is that you borrow money in order to make money. And so one example of this is rental properties where people, they get a mortgage out and say, for example, they owe $2 million to the bank, but they have $5 million worth of real estate. And this is a great way to leverage debt and turn it into something which is going to make you money. And so that's one of the reasons why I love Robert Kiyosaki because he's a great promoter of this leveraging idea Um, I had a lot of feedback on a post I had recently made on the Facebook page about how credit cards can be used to your advantage and I had some people message me or comment about the fact that um, this goes against what I've been promoting which is personal finance which I just wanted to quickly explain that um, I do disagree with this and that um, credit cards aren't always bad. We're taught a lot that debt is bad but one thing I wanted to quickly explain was that there are two types of debt. There's good debt and bad debt. And so good debt is something which can increase your income or create an income for you. So for example a rental property and then bad debt is when you borrow money to buy liabilities like um, handbags, laptops, other things that will cost you money and so yeah that was just a quick clarification for those who might have misunderstood me or something like that so um not all debt is bad and sometimes you can use it to create um an income or to buy assets which will make you money so if anyone has any questions feel free to send me a message or um drop a comment on a on the facebook or instagram and i will make sure to get back to you
0: um, so our next book, far Note, is the number one New York Times bestseller, The 4-Hour Workweek. And it talks about how to fit your standard 40-hour workweek into four hours. Now, different ways you can do this is if you're an employer, for example, only checking your emails and messages once a day, because it saves a lot of time, trust me. <laughs>
1: Are you an employer?
0: Not yet, but <laughs> from the perspective of an employer, I would highly recommend this if you're an employer.
1: <laughs> yeah, so this book was written by Timothy Ferris, and he also has a blog called The 4-Hour Workweek. I love this book, and it basically took you through different ways you could reduce the amount of time you're spending on something. And this rings true to that kind of whikaro, to work smarter, not harder. harder. And so, you know, I really love the four-hour work week. Um, and just as a side note, I will drop the links in the description if you would like to purchase these puka. puka. But um, there are so many different ways you can get a hold of books without paying for them.
0: Um, one of the first ones would be Finding, asking someone else who has a book and maybe photocopying it.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's legal.
0: Okay, but I've done it before and <laughs> haven't been caught yet. Right. So, highly encourage that. And another one is just going online and they have the online books available. And sometimes they charge you sometimes they don't. Yeah. And another one I want to add was audio books. Lots of those around, and those are really good.
1: And libraries are also a really great way to get a hold of these books. <laughs> Sorry,
0: I missed that one. <laughs>
1: um, and then lastly, also, if someone else has the book too, you can just ask them to borrow it. I mean, if it takes you a couple of weeks to borrow it, just say, hey, can I borrow it for two weeks? And, and, and
0: I've just thought of this as a business opportunity, whanau, but not encouraging it, is getting a bestseller book Photocopying the pages <laughs> and printing like a hundred copies off and just I selling them out. <laughs> I, I
1: actually you, thought that I, you were going to say like renting, <laughs> renting the books, that could be a good idea. But then like, do you really want to own a whole library?
0: Yeah, like one, just, just buy a bestseller book, <laughs> photocopy that thing and you're making your money work for this you. This
1: is not financial advice. Please don't do this. This is
0: just Tumba's advice.
1: Um, and if you get caught, then you might need to get a lawyer. You know, but I'm not qualified, so won't be able to help you. Um, the next book was
0: "Your Money or Your Life: Nine Steps to Transforming Your Relationship with Money and Achieving Financial Independence." fully revised and updated for the year of 2018 well,
1: that's the one that i have this is also a new york bestseller and it's written by vicky Br- oh vicky robin sorry and i really love this book because it was just such a basic like breakdown of financial concepts and um for those who don't want to read the whole book i do have a breakdown of this book on the blog um, so, if you go onto multimillionaire Millionaire at the top, there will be a section for books and book breakdowns and book reviews. So, some of the different ones on here are. Um, oh, this was a really cool one, and it was to calculate how much money you've earned in your whole entire life, which is a really interesting one. And so, in New Ze- oh, this book was written, I think, by an American. I think. Yeah.
0: I can get the converter app going right now. You just give me the amount code.
1: <laughs> No, anyway, so what basically if you go onto like IRD, then it will say how much money you've earned each year and if you add it all together, you can calculate how much money you have made in your whole entire life. And then basically if you do this, then by reading the book you'll be able to understand like the percentage of how much money you've made in your whole entire life. And then work out how much money you have now. So I worked out that I have actually a really low percentage of how much money I have earned in my whole entire life. Which was quite surprising because I've always considered myself to be really good with money. But it shows that I actually waste a lot of money. So that can be quite good for you if you um, want to just learn a bit more about your money and about where it is.
0: And last but not least, by Scott Puppy, <laughs> the Barefoot Investor. Scott Pape. I don't know if 2020 update, with over 2 million copies sold, the only money guide you'll ever need. Also, an all-time Australian bestseller.
1: So, the Barefoot Investor is quite different from... Um, Robert Kiyosaki and his kind of method with leveraging and I've had a lot of people ask me why I recommend reading The Barefoot Investor but I also recommend Robert Kiyosaki because they're quite different investors and so the reason I do recommend this is because um, when you read books you're able to kind of see how one person does something but that doesn't mean that it's the right way of doing something and I think the best thing about your growing your personal finance journey is that you're able to see exactly how you want to do something. So um, Robert Kiyosaki is a great fan of debt and Scott, I don't think he even uses um, credit cards. And so it's just a great way to kind of see how different people are doing things. And it'll kind of diversify your, your just your mental notes of um, how different people do things. So what are some differences in how we do finances, Tama? Um, they're neither good or bad.
0: Differences, can you
1: like extend on that a little bit please? Um, I guess, or maybe not necessarily us, um, independently, but I guess, you know, there are different ways to build wealth, building wealth, and you don't have to stay on the same way. You know, some people work hard and they go to uni become doctors and they, once they are doctors, they manage their money well and they become wealthy through that avenue.
0: Yeah, oh, I know what you mean like the different ways we're doing it would be trying to have trying to set up a side hustle. Yeah, yeah. And probably trying to have a solid base for savings and obviously investing money <laughs> as we do talk about a lot and just making your money work for you not having to obviously you have to work for it but while you're working for it make your other make your savings work for you
1: Mm. so these are really good um, different things to consider about how you can become wealthy and that it doesn't necessarily take one road you know there's different huarahi to anything really some of the other books um, that I love Uh, how to win friends and influence people by dale i've never known how to say his last name but um can can have
0: a look can (laughs) have a look dale carnegie yeah we'll we'll leave it at that dale carnegie
1: yeah yeah and this is also a bestseller and this if you're going to read any financial um blog or something they're definitely going to recommend this book and then another one, which is really close to home, is
0: "She's on the Money, Take Change or Take Charge of Your Financial Future" by Victoria Divine, creator of Australia's number one finance podcast.
1: So I Tama bought me this book for Valentine's Day, which is quite cute, I think. Anyways, um, I love this book, and I was able to. They have like little sections which you can fill out with your own personal um finance goals and everything like that and like i've just opened it and one of them is write down the thought that created this feeling and how usually or how you usually act upon this belief and so this is about taking one of the money beliefs that you have and then kind of seeing how it creates a different relationship with your putia which is awesome and then the last book that we had was
0: Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Over 15 million copies sold worldwide.
1: So I think this is, if you're going to go any to any blog or podcast about finance, then this is definitely going to be one of the books they recommend. And this one, they have a 13-step formula. <coughs> Sorry, farmer. They have a 13-step formula that's going to allow you to identify your goals, to um, create a plan for your success, to obtain whatever you want in life, and join the ranks of the super successful. But anyways, finally, just a quick recap. Our eight financial books for today were Your Money or Your Life by Vicki Robin.
0: The 4-Hour Workweek by Timothy Ferries.
1: Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill.
0: Rich Dad Success Stories from Robert Tikoyasaki The Barefoot Investor
1: by Scott Pape.
0: The Cash Flow Quadrant by the infamous Robert Tikoyasaki
1: How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie. And last
0: but not least, She's on the Money by Victoria Devine.
1: So thank you Fano, for taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast and just one quick side note, if you haven't already could you please, please, please message me on Māori Millionaire on Instagram or Facebook and just let us know what things you want covered in Season 2 of our podcast because Season 1 is ending soon.
0: Yes it is, yes
1: indeed. <laughs>
0: thank you whānau, kā Te